think it's that time of year again, folks. I think that that, that sound really sets us in the mood. Um, that is Bill Wood that you're hearing, and uh, Bill is uh, a friend of mine and from way back, and also I'm a huge fan of his. He's actually one of my favorite songwriters and musicians and a really underrated one, and, and I only hope more people hear about him. That is from his recent record that he actually did. It's a family record. It's the Wood Family Singers, and it's called Cardinal. And it is a beautiful record. It's one of my new favorite Sunday morning records. I mean, I guess you could like it any day, obviously, but I certainly love it on a Sunday morning, just like I love my Bill Fay on a Sunday morning. It's just perfect. And um, also, I got to tell you a little bit of a short story. Bill was in a band in the 80s called I.I. And I remember seeing I.I. on video hits, if people remember that out there. Samantha Taylor was the host. And I saw the song Out on a Limb. And, um, I mean, videos were really exciting. I mean, I lived for coming home and watching video hits and trying to be living out in a farm. It's not like I was, you know, that was the only way I'd find out about really cool music. And I heard that song, and it was one of those songs that I was like, man, I got to get, get that record. And I actually have it here. You'll see pictures <laughs> when I post this. But here's the vinyl. I, I, just in time to be late. And um, on the phone, he's actually doing some work in his kitchen, uh, is Bill Wood. <laughs> Hi, Bill. Hey, Jeff. Good to hear you. <laughs> I, I'm really happy you could, you know, kind of interrupt your, your busy day. Busy oh, I'm happy for the break. <laughs> <laughs> this is your break. Well, this is perfect. I'm actually, I pulled out, um, yeah, I pulled out the vinyl and stuff. I think I actually have it on cassette, too, these ones. You've got all of my stuff. I've got all your stuff. And, and, and then I have multiple copies, right? So, um, and a tour jacket. I got a shirt. It doesn't fit me. But if I was uh, a petite female, I'd probably fit really good in it. Didn't I give you the scarf, too? I didn't get the scarf. Oh, geez. Now you no? got me going. I got to get the scarf. I'll have to see. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, so I've got this one copy. Um, and it's great because it's sealed still of I.I.'s Common Ground, which is your second album that was on Duke Street. Mm -hmm. And I remember, and you remember this this lady too, Wendy Cornwall, a friend of mine. Yeah. We went to high school together. And I remember we jumped into uh, my 1978 Malibu Classic, me and Wendy. And we were real excited to go see I.I. in Ottawa. <laughs> and I, why it's so memorable is we were driving and uh, – Wendy said, uh, geez, my feet are really hot. And I was just like, oh, okay, you know, whatever kind of thing. And then after she goes, no, my feet are really hot. And the next thing you knew, um, there was smoke and fire coming out from under her, <laughs> her feet. We pulled over, and I remember we moved the whatever, that rubber carpet, and there was a big hole <laughs> and stuff. So, And the car was full of smoke and everything. So, But we still made it. We made it to the gig. I, and that was <laughs> – that was a tough gig, I remember, because I think we were all, you know, one of you the were that you were the <laughs> audience. <laughs> that was, uh, I think, you were getting close to the final nail of the whole I.I. coffin with that gig. I, yeah, I remember it being a pretty bleak uh, journey, you know. Yeah, but in <clears> that whole record was. And you know what? It's too bad there were some good songs on there. You know. Uh, yeah. You know, but I mean, obviously, I know it's also kind of, as an artist, you're always kind of wanting to be in the now. 
but it was certainly a big part of what you guys did. And I mean, that's how I discovered your music was hearing yeah. hearing I I on video hits. And when you first got signed, it must have been pretty exciting. It was totally exciting. And we had worked so hard to get to that point. You know, we weren't, uh, I mean, we were all in our 30s. So you got to figure we had been pushing to try and get some kind of record deal, you know, entering every band contest and what have you uh, since high school, you know, uh, you know, with just little breaks here and there. Like at one point, I, yeah, I'm going to go to a university, but while I was at university, a tape I put out was winning the QNO7 Homegrown Contest with a band called Leonos. Anyway, you know, and then that was a few years on the road and that fell apart and et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, finally the II thing happened and, uh, you know, yay, finally we were in a band that had a buzz, you know, and uh, we it was, you know, it's incredible, you know, um, you know, we got the uh, the rec first record came out. We were so happy with it. I mean, we really were. We were proud of it. Uh, you know, we had accumulated the songs over a period of time, and we had written some stuff just fresh going into it. So everything just felt complete and and great. You know, and it was. You know, and it did. You know what we. Yeah, you know, I mean, of course, you just you know you want to sell tons and you know be millionaires or what have you. That didn't happen, but we sold reasonable enough that. Uh, and with the Juno nods and uh, just lots of, you know, every radio station was playing us and stuff like that. There was a general acceptance, you know, of, of what we were doing within the industry that just felt great, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it just went sour, like, almost instantly. So, I mean, that's that's the business, you know. And, I, I, you know, I think for me, it was the wake-up call that I wasn't the um, songwriter that I needed to be, you know. And, and, and the same with Andy. And... Uh, but we woodshedded and we came up with a third II record that we were proud of. We weren't happy with that one, the second one, Common Ground. We just weren't. We were getting pushed around by the record company. Uh, just everything was just out of our hands, really, uh, other than the two of us just scrambling to try and f- come up with something that uh, would get a green light. And uh, you know, it took a long time. I mean, you know, when you're dealing with the pop world and you're... Uh, your fan base are 14 year old girls if it takes you three records or three years to get that second record out which was what it was with us close to it two and a half to three years you know those girls are 17 now like they're they've moved on you know so it you know it was just a whole you know total uh you know experience you know and uh, but no regrets or anything but you know it, it was a tough pill to swallow at the time just not being able to kind of make the record you wanted to make and then uh, having to sort of promote something that you weren't really 100% confident in, but just hoping that all of the decisions that had gone down were, in fact, going to, you know, pan out uh, because literally it wasn't truly your vision. You know, you were just sort of slapping it in. So when that second record tanked, you know, it was just like, Andy, there's just no way, you know, I can do another record like that. And uh, we just... Uh, threw out all of the sequencers and all the rest of it and just sat down with guitars. And, you know, we did a third record that really set the course for how I write songs today, you know, and, and prior to that, you know, I, I was something I came on board on, uh, it was, you know, feeling things and sorting things out, but I was brought on to be a co-writer and stuff like that. And over the years, I've just realized I like to, to write my own songs and, you know, stuff like that but you know it was you know it was great but yeah second record was horrible so you know and you and that's when you got to see us yeah. you know a bunch of depressed guys up there going oh god <laughs> well, I wanted, it is i wanted to see you guys earlier i think you were on tour with 
Platinum Blonde. We were up for Platinum Blonde, but we didn't get that show that you saw for, I guess, because the Arrows were local or something. So they, we did the East Coast tour, and then somehow we were bumped off for the, the Ontario dates or whatever. You know how it goes. So we were just happy to, for, we were happy with what we were, we were getting, that's for sure. We toured with, with Platinum Blonde and with Last Tiger and Honey and Sweet and Gowan and all that stuff. I mean, we were, you know, it was, it was a happening, whatever, year and a half, two years. And then it, uh, you know, was just, uh, then it was a nightmare. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a, it, and it's so fickle, obviously the, the, you know, trying to be a pop star is a fickle thing. I mean, everybody, everybody loves you while things are kind of hot, but as soon as things cool down a bit, where did everybody go? <laughs> you know, where's oh, all my true. support, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was like, you know, even like when, cause when I, I was hot, you know, the phone would ring. I was doing a lot of commercials you know radio and tv things and stuff like that you know guitar companies were giving me martin guitars you know I mean, it was like yay you know and then all of a sudden boom boo it's over yeah no kidding. <laughs> you know well and then yeah you changed you started you sat down kind of with a guitar and kind of got down to more for lack of a better term i guess roots music um, yeah, I mean, there was just a big turnaround, just period. You know, I had two kids. The the pop thing that we were doing with II was, you know, was really just uh, you're trying to kind of stay current with the fans because you are making pop music. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know what I would be doing now if I was in that. You know, I mean, because pop music these days is all that. You know, the Justin Bieber's and the hip hop stuff. You know, but we were competing. You know, back then it was more of the Duran Duran and that kind of vibe and. Uh, you know, that's all it was, was pop music. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, I mean, we were trying to, you know, put our personalities into it and what have you. But when that second record was done, it, it just, it was easy to walk away from things, you know, because there was just, didn't seem to be a whole lot that I could build on that, you know, to keep moving forward. So, you know, I re really just kind of just pulled the plug. Hey, I just want to be happy, raise my kids, you know. But then while I was doing that, just discovered that, I am writing songs for no reason, not for anybody, not for any under any pressure or anything. It just was something that uh, I found I wanted to do, you know, and uh, I just kept doing that while I was raising my kids. And then, you know, then just, uh, you know, once I didn't have to uh, be so uh, available for them, then I was able to kind of take a look at music again. And, you know, that's what I've been doing for the last 15 years or so, you know? I mean, your heart's always been into the music, not necessarily the music industry. But... Yeah, no, I'm terrible with the industry. Right. So, I mean, you know, you just, I've accepted that now, you know, and, and I'm probably at the, you know, the, the level that I will be, you know, moving forward, but I'm happy with it. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm creative, I'm, you know, putting out records and I'm, uh, you know, I'm busy enough with gigs around the city and stuff like that. So it's, there's, you know, it's alive in some way, and I'm I'm happy with it. Mm -hmm. Well, now you don't really, and I mean, it's a totally different industry, obviously, than when you got, you know, were signed in the '80s um, and stuff. And I mean, artists kind of have to do it all today. Yeah, and it's really kind of back to grassroots, and um, in a lot of ways, even with the internet, you still got to be, you know, on hands, and and you know, nobody's going to do it for you because I think part yeah. of that industry is dead, anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so when you finished off these records, I remember kind of um, searching you out, like, what, where is Bill Wood? <laughs> where is Bill Wood? Um, and it was, you know, little things had popped up. You had done a couple records that were, I don't know, along along the lines of gospel, would you say? Yeah. 
yeah, I, I was uh, involved with a band called Ghost Town. It was it was uh, was with my sister Doreen, and um, it was uh, it was a fun little journey. You know, it was it was like uh, no ambitions there. It was sort of a um, it was just kind of a fun thing. It was uh, an eye opener because we were playing sort of the uh, Christian festivals and things like that. But you know, ultimately it was you know. Uh, you know, I have a simple faith, but I, you know, I'm not really hardline religious kind of guy or whatever. So, you know, it was sort of, I don't know, you know, it was, <laughs> it was a journey, you know, I, uh, I had fun, um, you know, uh, did a couple of showcases in, 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 uh, Nashville or whatever. And, uh, you know, it was, but, uh, it was just kind of off the radar and, uh, it was a way for me to, you know, keep busy without it being, uh, too much. And, you know, and then, you know, yeah. And so, and then you kind of went around and you became like, you know, Bill Wood and the Woodies. You got together with these guys and you put out a couple great records over the past few years. Um, obviously, the one that I was working with you on, Oh Look, mm -hmm. and the current one. So, what was kind? Of, what kind of? What's your sound? Because people will kind of hear and we'll have links and stuff. But how has your sound evolved where it's truly you? without any kind of outside influence? Oh, I don't, I don't know how I would explain that other than I just know it is. And just like um, my creative process for me, you know, uh, everything that I do, any kind of show that I play or any kind of recording that I make, uh, it happens after the magic moment, which is me and a guitar and no agenda and stuff happens and uh songwriting to me is a mystery i think if i was a painter i would be one of those guys that just has a blank canvas and just starts kind of you know splashing paint around and then eventually it becomes something and uh so that sort of process has just become something that i've just you know embraced and uh, uh kind of trust you know um over the years and um and so I just feel like, like I try to not think about things too much. Like a, the initial song will just come from nowhere. You know, I mean, I'm sort of hitting the guitar and I'm mucking about, but then something just sort of, sort of gels. It's just kind of like, I think just one of those little inspired, inspired moments, you know, where a chord and a melody kind of click. And then all of a sudden you start to get a little vision of something and then, you know, then boom, you kind of have the, the bones of the tune. Then you apply the songwriting craft, you know, and tweak it and edit it and, you know, rework it and, and what have you. But, and I think when, uh, you know, when your art comes from that place, it's just you, you know what I mean? I think uh, I, I, I kind of shy away from like, because what I used to do before you know, with I.I. is we would be listening to all of the popular songs, you know, and we need something like that and we need something like this and we need, you know, and uh, so there would be kind of a game plan and um, you were sort of building something uh, using your tools, you know what I mean? But uh, there's something different about a song that just kind of comes up from your your pain or your you know just your wherever you are emotionally you know and I think that's what happens is whatever if I you know a lot of times you know it's the day is over and so I'm tired you know and I'm sitting down with a guitar and I'm 
just kind of but there's stuff inside of me you know like whatever the day's gone well or maybe i'm happier maybe i'm excited about something or whatever but uh you know I'm, i don't think well i'm gonna write a song about this feeling you know because the minute i start to think about something that's when it just all goes kaput you know like and uh so i just don't uh, try not to really think i'm just kind of kind of losing myself in the the what I'm hitting on the guitar and just yeah and then something clicks and so that that's so that's all I can say is you know if people wonder what you know what was the transformation I just think you know I've just become a songwriter you know that's really writing from some you know trying to pull them up from inside and not just trying to I mean you know I write you know goofy songs and fun songs and they're kind of less inspired but I think when you look at you know any record that comes out you'll you know there's just a certain amount of tunes there that you know are I think sharing you know some some inner stuff you know know, but I mean I I do like to have fun I mean I I love country songs so I'll write you know honky-tonk goofy things like that or you know and stuff you know I mean I'm I'm a fan of all sorts of different styles of music and that will come out in my songwriting but um but even with then, uh, you know, it, it might just be that I've tried a bunch of different kind of things. And then all of a sudden I'll go, you know, and then all of a sudden my mouth is freestyling. And oh, so I wrote one of those tunes. You know, I mean, I don't, you know, uh, when you when I look at my tunes, you know, those kind of, you know, boogie songs or whatever, kind of more of the light fair, you know, they don't feel quite like, uh, you know, the same kind of achievement, but I'm, I'm pleased with them. You know, I mean, I'm a big fan of somebody like Nick Lowe that's able to kind of yeah. write these sort of happy tunes. And yet, uh, you know, you also know that he's bearing a soul and, uh, but they also, when you hear them, like they, they sound like a song you might've heard a zillion times. Like they feel like they're, they've been floating around forever and stuff like that. So, you know, um, with, I don't try to copy anybody, but I try to sort of, you know, capture that same sort of thing with my tunes, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm I am a fan of uh, you know some basic song structures. You know, some of the older retro kind of feels, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So, were there any of those albums that you kind of held up as like that's kind of the you know the higher watermark that I like you know my music to? Not necessarily. Oh LP, well, say, you know, well, oh, this album is perfect to me. I you know. Well, for sure. Like, I, I, you know, and I, I keep coming back to it, but like uh, Fisherman's Blues, The Water Boys. I mean, that song kicked my butt because it it came right around the time I was scrambling, trying to put lyrics to endless, you know, uh, synthesized sequence things and trying to write these pop tunes or whatever. And then this record just hit me. Like, I mean, obviously, like I'm, I have Scottish heritage, so the, the Celtic kind of vibe to it was an, an added plus but it just felt like such a a raw beautiful uh you know statement and uh without any frills or anything just like oh my gosh like you know and uh like that record and uh steve earl's like guitar town and copperhead road like the both those records like they just hit me and just like they said these are songs you know like what the hell are you doing you know like so if you think you're a songwriter you have to come up with stuff like this and that's sort of what i started to do you know like and for sure like i think if 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 that third ii record was to ever seen the light of day you probably hear me trying to you know emulate steve earl mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or, or you know um, 
I think it takes a long time to find your uh, voice, you know, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you know. So, but, but you know, I think at this point that's that's happened as well. You know, I mean, when I just sort of open my mouth and sing. You know, I'm not really trying to, you know, fit into any. I don't even know what's happening. I don't know what's hip anymore, or anything <laughs> like that. You know, I don't care. So it's just it is what it is. You know. Yeah. And uh, what I love is like Mumbo Jumbo Tumbo, which is the newest Bill Wood and the Woodies record. When you mm-hmm. guys put a record out, other than like the satisfaction of having these songs out, what is it for you that like is is it? Are you just happy getting the songs out or playing live? What is you know what is it that really kind of brings it to you uh, in a way that you know elevates your soul and makes you uh, want to keep doing this? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think every aspect. So that's the great thing. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, me by myself with the guitar, you know, on the bed and, you know, there wasn't a song and now there is a song, you know, and it's like, and it was a good one, you know, it's like, that's friggin' great, you know, then bringing it to the guys, Hey, you know, and playing it for them. And all of a sudden hearing it realized with the guys playing you know that's awesome you know then uh you know taking them into the studio you know that's more of that's a harder process i think you know that's it's harder work you know but also satisfying and uh you know i mean that's yeah i think all of that you know then the record is done and then it's like oh time to engage time to engage (laughs) exactly time to engage with the industry all right here we go here comes you know a a little season of dread and uh you know despair so you know i mean that and i think that's sort of a a pattern that i've just seen in my life you know so i'm not great with the industry i don't have the personality for it and uh so yeah just uh you know but i love to create you know um Obviously, you know, all this stuff costs money. It's not like I have anybody backing me. So, you know, I, I do renos and, uh, the, you know, money that I earn banging up somebody's wall and building them a porch or whatever it is, you know, I get to use to uh, help. Uh, so, at the, you know, I'm, I've got another Bill Wood record done. I mean, this oh, cool. family singers thing, I mean written i mean you know <laughs> but i have to get this but right now this kitchen that i'm i'm doing yeah. that has to get built Priority. and paid for and then i get to make another another billwood record so but I, i'm actually i'm, I'm really excited because uh i think i've got you know like you're always hoping that your songs are moving forward in a creative thing and you're growing or whatever as an artist and, and stuff and i'm really you know you know i think you know and i hear other artists say the same thing you know and you wonder are they are they just trying to put a spin on things or whatever but i i am just like i'm itching to get back in because i've got some cool new tunes i've been doing like uh some different things like uh we lost graffiti's graffiti's it's no longer there so i know i don't have my home in kensington anymore and that's been like a big rug pulled up from underneath me you know because now i have to try and hustle gigs again and you know refer to the earlier statements of my you know my prowess in the music industry you know which is <laughs> hopeless so but anyway but one thing i've, I've landed is a steady thing with uh burt carroll who oh, guests on all the woody's things and uh, so we've been doing a, a duo thing at the transact and so i've been uh getting a chance to just sort of test drive some of the new tunes with him in a different sort of uh you know presentation or whatever but the it's it's been fun, you know, and uh, and you know, and Burke will be on the next Woody's record too. So it's it's all a big happy family. But yeah, I've got some new songs. Hoping that uh, you know, who knows when it will be? Like uh, you know, 
maybe looking you know the fall i think if everything goes well maybe i could be in the fall doing some recording or whatever so we'll just gotta do uh you know cool. in the meantime it's this wood family singers thing that uh, you know is just you know Beautiful. emerging in a, a slow yeah oh it was such a joy to do that one so you know that was a little side thing so we'd been talking about my sister and, and mary my daughter for a while and it's like let's do it so we did it you know and uh we're so pleased with it. We're going to do one little small house concert. Like I was sort of like trying to line up maybe a series of shows and this, that, and the next thing. And just, you know, came to the realization that I just better be really grateful that we were able to get together and do this recording. Cause we're just, you know, all living separate busy lives. You know, it's not like we're a, you know, a touring band or anything like that. So I'm really, really proud of it. Uh, you know, for for now, that's all there is. You know, we're gonna do a house concert, and uh, you know, maybe we'll get a video or something. But uh, we're just—it uh, still hasn't actually been officially released or anything. I've been sending out copies here and there, but I've the uh, it hits the, um, the the streaming platforms and what have you on May the fourth. May the fourth. Okay, so cool. yeah, so there'll be a little bit of a bit of a you know a campaign, a bit of a heads up PR thing or whatever, you know, leading up to that. And uh, yeah, hopefully you know, get a few more reviews and, you know, we'll see, uh, you know, the local station here in Picton County FM has been playing it and, uh, uh, CKUA out in, uh, Edmonton, uh, Amazing. uh, show up there has been playing it. So, uh, the few people that have got it have really, you know, I mean, they're saying they like it. So we'll see, you know, I, I'm happy. It's, you know, um, it was just a labor of love, you know, uh, which doesn't really, you know, mean anything in the, you know, the economy of art. But uh, it, I, I'm really happy with how it sounds. And it was a labor of love and a, and a real joy to get to, uh, you know, see through to completion. So, yeah. yeah. And it's dedicated to your sister who passed on. It right? is dedicated to my sister. I, my younger sister I've had three sisters. Now I have two. The one that was just younger than me uh, died suddenly of a aneurysm and it was a shock and um so the one tune the the title track uh cardinal uh my sister dream my older sister dream and myself uh we wrote that as a you know for margaret it's about margaret and um and it was just the uh just the the process writing these songs with uh dream was really because i like i say I, i pretty much just write by myself i'm not really big on co-writing but this was something else too this was kind of like two people pulling out their stuff from their heart and uh we bawled our eyes out we laughed our faces off and uh the songs we, we wrote two together one was the cardinal another one song of life and uh, both these tunes just like uh they just materialized like magic it was just like it was so much fun you know i mean i've written tons and tons of songs but you know the uh and, and also co-writing with mary was also uh we did the one song home together and, and uh it was uh yeah just a real real awesome experience i hope people like the result you know um oh it's it's beautiful you know? i mean it sounds like especially those songs like a celebration of her her spirit and yeah and the love yeah oh yeah she was like family. yeah 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 she i mean she was a real fun sister i mean we should just talk on the phone and laugh and stuff like that it was just a real gaping hole you know to yeah. lose her and uh so um 
but you know, but I think we've put together a nice listenable record. It's certainly not a morose kind of, oh, no. uh, you know, memorial thing, you know, and, and that was sort of the thing I said, you know, we, we have like uh, the one song that closes the record is something I had for a long time and I wrote it for my best friend's mom's funeral. And it is a bit more of a kind of a, you know, farewell with a little bit more melancholy sort of uh, feel to it. And we wanted the, the song for Margaret to capture her spirit you know she was just uh you know and it's so just kind of marrying it with this cardinal bird which is it was brilliant mm -hmm. as far as i'm concerned it was perfect you know no, so it and it's and uh you know so well, it's also we're just... it's a sign right when a cardinal comes into you like yeah it, that well this uh, is that that person your loved one or whoever you may have yeah. lost that you loved it they're visiting you right yeah yeah it's it's part yeah. of i i think like uh you know our first nations uh, mythology and lore or whatever, you know, so I, you know, I cop that. I hope I'm <laughs> getting into trouble for cultural appropriation. <laughs> like, no, I think it's, it's, a, it's a, a minefield. No, it is a beautiful song. And yeah, you know, it's a, um, yeah, I'm really, really happy with it. Cool. And, and just, and also just, uh, you know, really pleased with just how it turned out musically, you know, having a uh, Steve Briggs, who's awesome, oh, you know, yeah. and uh, Al Cross playing drums and of course, Mark on bass. And then, uh, Burke and Shelley like we try to not overload it with too much stuff you know I, I didn't even play guitar on it you know I just wanted that uh, you know my guitar playing is okay but we kind of you know to make sure it sounds good we sort of fill it up with a lot more texture mm. kind of, well not only that know, I mean you've got, support you've got the it, you right know. man for the job Steve yeah Bruce. oh yeah no, oh, it's goodness. just awesome what a just treat. fantastic yeah what a treat yeah, it was a real. You must have been um, smiling ear to ear. Oh, I was smiling. The whole, you know, actually, like I, I think I had booked like something like from, I don't know if it was like noon to eight o'clock at night or something, and we were wrapped at four, and uh, they did two takes of every song, and pretty well we kept take number one. Like that's how mm -hmm. incredible these guys were. They were just such pros, but it was also a lot of laughing and fun, and just uh, you know, just a, a you know a really enjoyable uh, afternoon spent. Yeah. So yeah, all around just the whole thing just felt, uh, yeah, it was a good one. You know, it was very, the not very uh, laborious, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, the power of community and just getting mm -hmm. together in that bonding. Yeah. What was, here's something, and you'll probably have to think about this for a second, but I always wondered what has been kind of like your ultimate high in music? Like whatever it was, that highlight that you you know, you'll never forget. Mm. You know, I think probably because it was before we um, were signed, you know, and I, I were on the uh, CBC Rock Wars, you know, which was this big televised in front of a live audience thing, you know, and... Um, and it was kind of, so it was all totally new to us. It was new to me. I had just kind of joined the band. And, um, you know, when the lights came on and uh, the track for Hollywood Girls happened and there was just this sea of young girl faces like screaming and, uh, you know, and away we go. Like, I mean, the rest of the guys were... Um, just faking it but the vocal was live you know so i had to deliver the song you know so i was performing you know and uh you know i was you know both bricking myself and it was just like it felt like 
you know, it was happening. Like this mm -hmm. was a whole different level of everything, you know, and, um, and it was, you know, I mean, uh, we finished that taping and it was just like a complete, you know, fan swarming autograph signing uh, ordeal that we've never <laughs> experienced in our lives. So, you know, yeah, you know, I think I had trouble falling asleep that night and, you know, there was just really crazy excitement happening, you know. It was like it was possible. Yeah. It was all it was possible. possible. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And what has been the all time low? <laughs> I think it was that gig that I, I, met, I met you. The all-time low. I don't know. I don't know, Jeff. I, I think there was a few moments when I was, yeah, I was playing, that was playing in that bad ghost town. You know? <laughs> you know, when I got caught smoking behind the church. You know? <laughs> the youth pastor when I was supposed to be, oh, you know, a, a gospel artist. I thought those were done. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, yeah. Yeah, I guess there's. You know, I want to, you know, who, I was trying to think who could play my part then, you know, if there was a movie. That, that was too funny. Yeah. I mean, there was a few funny moments, you know, during that sort of period where it was just like, what the heck am I doing? But, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, you know, jeez, right? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think of one low one, they go, no, but this one was worse. But, you know, right. it's, uh, yeah. Well, there have been many, you know. Well, and the thing, what I, when people are going to get to hear some of these songs. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know what it is, Jeff. I found it. I know, I know what my lowest moment was. Okay. So I hadn't been doing anything at all, but I had been writing some songs and uh, my buddy somehow put me in touch with this restaurant that was across from my park. And I let this guy hire me for $60 to be uh so, you know, uh, me and my guitar singing to these people on like cover songs or whatever, right? And uh, and like I, I mean, I was friggin' killing myself. Like I mean, this was such hard work. And then, and, but then I just remember, like I remember asking the guy, like you know, when do I quit? And he's like, you're singing till two in the morning. And I just remember, like sometime like about quarter to two in the morning, like with my guitar with the three trunks that don't know to go home and the one girl is like sitting on my lap and I'm singing mm -hmm. keep on rocking in a free world <laughs> I just want to go home to bed and I'm pretty sure that was probably the lowest moment of my career and uh yeah yeah <laughs> I didn't even get paid at the end of the night I'm going no no man I pay the guys after every two after every two nights but I didn't come back <laughs> second night yeah oh my yeah. goodness yeah, nobody yeah that was this. bad nobody does this for money that's for sure oh. I, went, oh. I love the Bob Mercero Bob's obviously from New Brunswick and most people that um, are in the know of going on Bob Mercero uh, top 100 Canadian blog a very cool yeah blog. And, uh, I love Bob. Yeah, I have never met him in person, but he's he's a great guy. Well, yeah, and he's a fan of yours. His quote of Woods Barroom Spirit and Authentic Writing is uplifting. For people that haven't heard your stuff, and obviously we'll have some links, 
you are really authentic and genuine and honest. Is there ever like a line to the honesty? Because you seem like you pretty much lay it all out for people. Uh, you know what, where the line comes in, it's more kind of like the songs that probably don't end up on the records and stuff like that. Just, they tend to be a bit more morose and stuff like that. So I have a whole body of work, you know, that's really dark and honest, you know, and, uh, but, um, um, yeah, sorry, what was the question again? And obviously I'm an ADD guy. Like just the honesty aspect of it because you go pretty deep and you know especially with your own yeah. personal well you whatever, know love well i do you know i mean sure demons. you know yeah yeah it's all there you know i mean i you know it was like funny it's like okay i gotta do a you know <laughs> finally finally the wood family singers there's not a song on it about drug addiction <laughs> high, high fives all around <laughs> you know <laughs> But you're really good. And, and I just laugh because it's just funny because it, it just, you know, I think, you know, you just you end up writing from, you know, experience and reality and stuff like that. So I don't, you know, I don't try to throw that stuff in for cred or whatever. And I think I've actually been sort of trying to, in a way, if there's just sort of one line of it, and then I look at the whole song, it's like, you know what, I don't need to throw that one in. So I'll sometimes toss things out, you know, if, if I just feel like, ah, there's no need for it. But if, if it's part of the actual story or whatever, then, then it is, you know what I mean? So, ah, right. what yeah. are you going to do? You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> well, just a lot of people are very comfortable speaking from, I guess, third person and being more, you know, yeah. Well, I, you know, rather than you know being a voyeur, I, basically. I, I, think, I don't think I, I write that much anymore about you know the addiction stuff as much, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, you know, but I don't, you know, it's not like I'm censoring myself f- from it or anything like that. I like I say, like I don't. Uh, I just, you know, like what's really funny is if I sit down, like I, I you know, and the, the good case in point is something like that song, Coke and MDA. Mm-hmm. When I picked up the guitar that time to sit down, I told myself, it's time to write a positive love song, <laughs> you know, and that's what happened. So, I, you know, I just don't, uh, you know. When I'm writing, I just, there's no agenda, you know, and then, so sometimes it'll just end up, you know, just the way the song has to, you know, come out, well, something from my past might have to be included in it, but, you know, they, they just are. I mean, some songs are just, you know, totally just made up stuff, but I'm trying to capture, you know, whatever emotion or something that is going on or whatever you know that the spirit of something or whatever so yeah you know right I, it's a mystery jeff i really i don't know you know just you listen to the songs and you tell me what they are and i'll go right on right i'm on. glad that you get that from it you know because yeah. like, i mean so, that's the beauty of it you know if you look something from it yeah yeah absolutely you know for sure you know if you stand there and look at a work of art you know what i mean every you know, 20 people staring at something you know they're all seeing something different you know they're all connecting their own emotional and you know life journey and and all of that stuff, you know, and I think that's what happens when you're listening to a song, you know, and, uh, you know, but I also do try to throw in a few that are just meant to hopefully make you feel good, you know, and or, you know, make you feel bouncy and, you know, enjoy your day or whatever. But, um, you know, they I, I do I am trying to, you know, make art as opposed to, you know, put out product for a marketplace. So, you know, and I think that's what was the shift, you know, that happened with the I.I. thing and, you know, the. um the journey into ghost town, that wasn't really a game plan. You know, it was, uh, I was busy raising my kids. I got connected with these folks, you know, I'm a, 
a simple positive guy, you know, with a simple sort of faith, you know, I wasn't like sort of a hardline sort of religious crusade kind of guy, but you know, I wasn't at odds with, uh, you know, any of the philosophy or anything like that, but it was, you know, an eye opener and, you know, was a different kind of world and, you know, just realized, you know, that's not really where I want to be, you know, it, it is kind of a cutoff sort of, um, community or whatever culture, you know, and, um, you know, just, uh, you know, I, I just want to be where the people are, you know, in the world, you know, I don't want to be finding ways that, you know, I don't want to be finding differences between me and somebody, you know, like I'm a Christian, you're not, or something like that, you know, I mean, I just, I don't see that, you know, We're all this mess together. The world. <laughs> we absolutely are, you know, and, uh, you know, I wrote a, you know, I got a song that I wrote. It's called, uh, I believe in love, you know, but there's one verse where it's like, I believe in Jesus, Buddha too. I believe in Krishna and Muhammad and anybody else that's saying love is true, you know, and that's really where I'm at, you know? So, although that probably won't end up on any record, you know, <laughs> but I just write them, you know, I write them and I file them, you know, I write them, I record them. And if they, you know, I keep coming back to it, if it sounds like something I want to keep going, then I'll bring it to the guys and we'll, haven't seen the light of day but then there are a few little you know babies that just stay at home with me too you know for sure yeah no definitely <laughs> yeah well i really appreciate this bill hey I, jeff it's I, great to hear oh, your man. voice and talk to you you know i love you man i love you too you know, you know i gotta that. get out gotta get I gotta out get there soon you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you, you know i am something behind I, I am totally getting ready for another purge. You know, you, you might get the the other tour jacket for crying out loud. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Although, keep, you know, I, I just have to get good. rid of stuff. My secret, for, my secret we're, Bill Wood room. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, I know. It's, it's, at this point, it must be like a whole, yeah. you know, container, I, you yeah. know, shipping container attached to the side of the house. Other you than know, people just related to you, all. I'm your biggest fan, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So for people out oh. there, BillWoodandTheWoodies.com is yeah. where you find Bill and all the shows that he's doing, especially if you're yeah. in the Toronto area. And then yeah. if he decides yeah. to kind of head outside of Toronto, you'll, mm -hmm. you'll find all that too. And the records. Yeah, um, as well as the, the Wood family singer stuff will be on the Woodies. Cool. It's it's a process. You know, so time moves slow in the uh, Bill Wood musical uh, business world, but all of it will eventually be all up there. And uh, yeah, hopefully all in time for the March or the May 4th, uh, you know, sort of official release and stuff, you know? Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll post different links and stuff. Yeah. And um, thanks. And also for people listening, uh, just to let you know out there, it's Patreon. If you wanted to check us out and, throw us two dollars or something like i tell people because hey that's how we kind of keep doing this it's patreon.com forward slash strange grooves or you all can right. go to strangegrooves.com and it's all there thank you everybody and thanks again to my amazing guest and friend bill wood thank you jeff okay buddy we'll catch you later okay, love you brother